Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. A perfect game for David Cohn. The third time works like a charm. It is the third perfect game in Yankee Stadium history. Don Larson in 56. David Wells in 98. David Cohn in 99. 27 up, 27 down. David Cohn has attained baseball immortality. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan, hitting you with the crown. We started the show talking about the Giants and their win over New England yesterday, which to me, BT, yeah, it's nice to win games, and I don't ever believe in, first of all, players and coaches are not going to try to lose on purpose, and I don't ever believe as a fan rooting for a team to lose on purpose or rooting for a team to tank. However, these wins and what is a lost Giant season anyway are doing more harm than good as far as hurting their draft pick, which they need to help get out of this consistent rut that they've been in. I understand that position. I just don't subscribe to it. Matter of fact, I, I really do sincerely believe the exact opposite. But I, but I do understand why people would latch on to that. But to me, culture is a lot more important than a draft slot that guarantees nothing at the end of the day. You know, there's just no perfect way of analyzing players so the you know the ability or the chance to take the wrong one just look at the Jets and even the Giants a few times over the years right um I get it it's it's appealing but to me the the stabilization of their season I believe will lead to a, a stronger foundation uh and and should portend good things moving forward for a franchise led by two men that that I really believe in in Shane and Dable so I get it. Oh, you beat another trash team. Big deal. Oh, you know, and the just, way that they did it. Yeah, like, like I, I at know. Least if, let's just say they had a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, like, I know there's some good young players on defense, sure, but let's say they had a young quarterback and he was showing some signs. You're like, all right, you know what? Fine. Win with him. Like, they're doing it with DeVito. All due respect, they're doing yeah. it with a guy who Joe Sheen just said earlier today, basically... He's going to be back as a third-string quarterback next year. I'm going to be fair about this. The situation that Sal just laid out would be a lot more appealing. You know, if I'm a Giants fan, I'm sitting there saying if you have, like, you know, a Trevor Lawrence type in Mm -hmm. year two or year one or even whatever, uh, even Daniel Jones in year one or year two, and you're like, all right, here we go. Last couple of games, he's starting to flash. This should mean maybe next year you take the training wheels off. He's ready to bust out. 
maybe becomes a top 12, top 10, thir- top 13 quarterback two, three years in, or two years in by year three is a top 10. We got our star. Yeah, I get that. And we're all rooting for DeVito. He's proven viable, certainly at least as a backup. Uh, and uh, as an interesting starter at this point, nobody's ready to yet proclaim him the man. I get it, but I still think big picture for a team that has lost so much for the last 10, 12 years, they've been a doormat. We laugh at the Jets. Let's face it, Giant fans, you've been right next to us, man. As bad as the Jets have been outside of last year's playoff road run, right. the Giants have been a doormat like us. No, they've both been horrible. Which is why I think it's important that he kind of – you don't go back onto that part of the highway. It's like, no, I'm getting off the highway here, and I'll find my way on the side streets. I understand that. The problem is I want out of this rut, okay? To me, the quickest way out would have been, hey, we didn't expect it this year. Matter of fact, I expected the Giants to be a playoff team this year, which, by the way, they could have been had they beaten the Jets in a game (laughs) that they should have won. Instead, BT, the conversation would have been like, you know what? We're talking potential playoffs here. I mean, they could sneak in now. Again, it's not going to happen. It doesn't matter because they lost that game. But that would have been a different conversation. So now, in my mind, the quickest way out after another lost season would be to get that quarterback and have Dable, you know, Shane draft the quarterback along with Dable and have Dable develop that quarterback. That's the only real way out. And now they might go around and screw that up if they win a few more games here. Let's just say that they do beat the Packers. I don't necessarily think that they will. Let's say that they do beat the Packers and the Saints and the Rams and they win a few more games. Dude, they're going to take themselves out of the mix for a top quarterback. Yeah, but they're going to put themselves in a position to maybe have one of the better defenses in the league next year. That's young. So what? What do you mean, so what? The Jets have a great defense. Where's that guy now? Well, they also have a horrendous O-line. And for the most part, the Giants have. And the Jets have mm-hmm. no quarterback playing. For the most part this year, neither have the Giants. I mean, the similarities are absolutely perplexing. Yeah, that they uh, both stink. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just a believer in... Listen, you know, I remember I saw the picture of you putting the, the mulch out there back in the day mm-hmm. in the yard, right? Uh, I, and you know I love my grass. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. a I'm a big believer in, in giving things a chance to root. You know what I mean? And I just think if it was a two and fifteen eyesore, and you're losing every game by thirty, and say Wink gets fired, and there's dissension, and there's this guy yapping, and McKinney saying this, all the things that were in the middle of the season, I just feel like that's been snuffed out. And winning's a beautiful deodorant. It doesn't mean that they're ready to to mess around with the Eagles or the Cowboys next year. It just means that they're not. Uh, as incompetent and necessarily as lost as they looked for most of the season. To me, I'll take it. You mentioned Wink real quick before we get to the Jets and then back to the calls. If I had to ask you right now, Wink back or no next year? You know, I I feel like no. Me too. Because I thought that Dave, now what Dable said with the pizza, that was funny. It wasn't really any sort of backing of him as the coach or their relationship. It was more like, oh, let me just throw this out there and keep it moving. Shane... I understand Shane deferring to Dable, but I thought Shane could have reinforced his importance a little bit more if they really, if there was more unity and maybe more long-term relationship uh, potential. Uh, I feel like Wink will be gone. I do feel like which, that now. Which then plays a part of new defensive coordinator. You yeah, know, that's yeah. a, it's a point of your defense. Anyway, so we're talking maybe about the Giants. Maybe they could have Robert Sala to be the uh, DC. Maybe, Take him. Yeah, you never know. Take Speaking him. of which, I do think we are, I'm guilty of it too to a certain extent we're killing the Jets a little bit too much here. Mm-mm. Remember, this year was supposed to be about Aaron Rodgers. He goes down four plays in. What do you want him to do? Now, I get on, on Douglas for in-season. They should have went and got a better backup quarterback. But even that wouldn't have gotten them to where they hoped to go with Rodgers. So it's been over-the-top overkill with this New York Jets team. They've been embarrassing. They've been bad. 
But I blame the Jet fans for being more delusional after they won a few games and thinking that they were going to be something that they never were once Rodgers went down. If the Jets had slightly better personnel, which is on Douglas, if they were slightly better coach, which is on all the coaches, the Jets would be a playoff team. And I, I just I can't let them wiggle off the hook here. I do believe that there's too often we 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 and I'm guilty of it. So are you? We're all guilty. All of us, all inclusive. We bash just to bash. It's a little therapeutic, you know. It's um, well. Usually they deserve it. We're not. Just, you, no, no. Usually, yeah. but sometimes we have a tendency well, maybe irrational, to go over Well, that's what I mean yeah. to go over the top a little bit here. I don't think any criticism levied at the Jets organization is enough right now because Corey Davis retired. They had no pivot. Hardman was a mess. They had no pivot. Uh, the Patriots took, I'm kind of going out of order. The Patriots took the offensive lineman that they wanted mm-hmm. a year ago. They had no pivot. They just went for another guy, and they've got five of them. I'm not saying that Will McDonald can't be good. They didn't need him, okay? You know, Rodgers gets hurt. Uh, they 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 accelerate the plan of rehabilitation for Zach. Zach looks a little bit like ass. They do nothing. They don't pivot. When there were other quarterbacks to have got to you know, to go out and get during the season, every time they've had a chance to do something, they've either done nothing or they've done the wrong thing. I am not giving them a pass on any level. I don't care what anybody says because for me, this was never about the Super Bowl. This was about piecing the, without without Rodgers. With Rodgers, of course, we're thinking Super Bowl. Once he went down, again, the root of the whole unkillable thing is, don't tell me you can't find a way to piece. And I remember, as I stood up in the studio, you've got one of the best quarters in football. Find a way to fix it. you got you got one of the best receivers in football. Find a way to fix it. You've got one of the best defenses in football. Find a way to fix it. And they have not fixed it. It's gotten worse. I absolved them of nothing. Did you say Zach looked a little bit like ass? I think that's what you said. Can yeah, you just clarify like that? I mean, you look a little I mean, bit like ass. You either look like ass uh, or you know. I mean, you know, listen, I'm never going to disrespect the kid fully because he's, I, I think no, I, I think Friday was another illumination of, oh, yeah. It's not him. It's not all Zach. He's going to go Let's to the 49ers the next year and yep. light things up. We'll yeah. go somewhere else. Uh, BT and Tal on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Andrew is in Brooklyn. What's up, Andrew? BT, Sal. What's good, man? How are you, Andrew? Hey, brother. How you doing? All, all right, Sal. They really sleep on your music acumen. We used to talk Nas in the overnight. That's right. I'm an overnight OG. So they really sleeping on your heard you talking about that last week. Ah, right, BT's so talking about Rolling Stones. That, I'm talking about Nas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what it is, Andrew? Queensbridge, baby. Right, here yeah. we go. I'm just, I, I, listen, if I'm sleeping on anything, I'm just sleeping on the fact that he has no eclecticness to his, uh, you know, no eclect, okay, eclecticity. Of you. Little That's all right. Right. I like Billy Joel. I mean, the Rolling uh, Stones, on, I got to draw a line somewhere. Dude, listen, I like Dre and Snoop. I like the old stuff, too. I mean, come on. Where's your diversity, dude? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But, but, but real, real quick on the tanking. Oh, and by the way, um, Friday was simply a social experiment between Amazon Prime and the NFL because we all got different commercials based on our order and history. But anyway, hmm. about tanking. Um, about tanking. No, it's the truth. Well, look it up when you get. I didn't know that. about tanking. Uh, so. Oh, uh, you there? Joking out a little bit. You know, I'm here. I'm okay, here. I'm here. Go, you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, about about tanking, about tanking. So I wanted to ask both of you, right? Let's say a team has a tumultuous season one year. Let's say they win their last two games. And then the following year, let's say they win their first two games. How many calls have you fielded? I attribute these first two games that we won this season to the hard work we did 
in not tanking last season and winning our last two games. How many calls have you got like that? Yeah, I think it's very rare that mm. people would think that it it rolls over, especially current day NFL. Right, right. But, but that's my point. When people are calling saying, yes, I don't want to tank, I want to try hard. But let's say next season you, you win. Nobody attributes you. You forgot the last two games. Yeah, you won but, but Andrew, that, that's anyway. a large... Um, Thank you for the call. Yeah, thanks, buddy. That's a large representation. I, I, I think it's a fairly inaccurate one, or at least you're overlooking some points in history where there has been that incremental growth. Like, you know, you go from two wins to five wins, to nine wins, to 12. I mean, that happens to a lot of teams. And if they didn't get the five to one year, do they necessarily get the nine? I, there's no right or wrong answer. It really is opinion. Is it fair to say that that might have been a thing more prevalent back in the day? Maybe. Maybe. Because you, you, maybe, I remember maybe. that being the case specifically. You hire new, it, it happened with the Falcons. Dan Reeves took over. Mm-hmm. And I remember the year before they went 14-2 and two and ended up going to the Super Bowl in 98. They started out awful in 97, but they closed strong. And I just remember feeling like, and they finished 7-9. and nine. Okay. And I remember feeling like, wow, they finished 7-9. and nine. And forget what exactly. They might have won like their last six in a row or won seven of eight, something like that to close out the year. It was maybe six of seven, whatever it was. Yeah. But I remember as a fan feeling like, hey, this team's on the build now. They're on the rise. And then they follow that up in 98 with 14-2. and two. It used to happen where you'd bring in the coach. I mean, Parcells did it basically everywhere he went. Yes, he did. You, you could see the buildup. Yeah. Which is why it was so disappointing last year where Dable in year one may have exceeded year one expectations by all accounts. Mm-hmm. But there was no year two like follow-up or build to it. You know yeah. why? You know why I believe that's a good observation on your point or on your part. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, Parcells did it here. The he inherits a team one and fifteen. Then they go nine and seven with the Jets in '97. Then they go twelve and four. They lose to the Broncos in the AFC Championship game. Of course, Vinny gets hurt mm. in '99. So that that but that ascent was was palpable. Um, I think a lot of it is attributable to the money that the quarterback makes. And there's roughly 17, 18, 19% turnover on the majority of NFL rosters. Right. So how can you sustain and build in increments when the fringe players who who actually do matter, even though we kind of say they're fringe guys, the fourth linebacker, the nickel corner, the special teamer, yeah, the, the guard, swing offensive whatever. lineman, yeah, right. that's gone because your quarterback's making $45, $50 million a year. That's why it has changed. I think that that's right. a fair observation. So the league is now built for more parity as opposed to you build it up, you could build a dynasty if you build it the right way. Yeah. I mean. I, I just feel like that – now, look, some teams have success and they have sustained success, right? We've seen some of the good teams. Chiefs. Yeah, whatever. Even the, you throw in the Niners, the Cowboys, the Eagles. Well, I guess the Eagles, they built it up with Sirianni, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what it was before he got there, but whatever. Like, And they have a great general manager, a personnel guy, whatever. Certain teams have been able to build that sustained success, but generally it would be you have a team that is struggling, they fire the coach, hire a new head coach, he comes in, Builds it up, mm-hmm. and you could see it go that way. Now they either get over the hump or they get you know to the play, whatever it may be. It's not like that anymore, it, it, especially here in New York, where the Jets haven't been able to build anything, Ugh. and the Giants. It's been two spikes. McAdoo is the one postseason <laughs> year that proved to be the ab- aberration, Doofus. and last year with Dable. <laughs>
You're never going to give up on that and guy. And he's just so uh, easy to say. rolls off the I laugh tongue. every time you say it. He, and by the way, he doesn't deserve that because I know. looking back, they probably made a mistake letting him go too soon. Yeah, and he wanted Mahomes, remember? That's what I'm saying. He, he actually did some things. We've got to stop clowning on himself. Right, because he was just as fun, fun to say. And yeah. he did stink when he was here. Yeah. And, you know, in the big suit. Like, I hear yeah, you. He was McAdoofus. But <laughs> he wanted to move on from me. Like, anyway, point is, we just don't see that anymore. And we certainly haven't seen it here in New York with teams being built and then getting to that level of climbing. The Knicks are doing that a little bit. There you go. I know that loss, yeah, it was an amazing shot by Booker last night. Uh, But the Knicks feel uh, incrementally adding their young kids develop. Barrett's having a good year. Brunson's been sick. So that's one of the rare examples. But, yeah, for the most part, Think about it with the uh, Mets, too. Buck, Joe, Walter, boom, 101 wins, and then they fall off last year. Like like the Giants. And and you're right. And all teams, that's what I mean, similar year. All teams used to, we're just talking about just the NFL, but all teams used to do that. Bring in a new coach, you're supposed to build towards something. Yes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knicks have done that. Yes, they have. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. A high pop-up. He's going to do it. At shortstop, Jeter. Jeter on the outfield grass. Makes the catch. The Yankees win. The Yankees win. And Doc Gooden pitches a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on The Fan. Now, this is music we could both agree on. Love it. Love it. Actually, we're pretty agreeable on a lot of the music. It's just not that... 
What I've noticed is there's not much music that you like that I don't. It's you don't like some of the stuff that I like, but we like a lot of the same comet stuff. Right. Like Bush. Well, I mean, it's, I'm it just can't, saying, can't be too cavalier with Bush. Can't be too unruly with uh, Rolling you know, Stones. Oh, BT. Rolling Stones, I don't know about Bush. We love Bush. <laughs> 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Bob, Bob is going. Bobby! I had that 16 Stone album, dude. I still have it. Bob uh-huh. is going from Woodbury. What's up, Bob? What's up, guys? How What's are you, up, Bob? Uh, first, I'm good, thank you. First thing, not why I call, but Sal, that's you in the Buffalo outfit, right? The commercial with Sauce Gardner? No, that is not. Buffalo I don't, Wild Wings? Oh, it sounds just like you. Okay, oh. sorry. I wish, I wish it was. Maybe seeing some residuals yeah. of that, but no, it is not. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, calling about, the, obviously, the frustration uh, with the Jets. It's ridiculous now. Joe Douglas should has to be accountable for all the reasons you mentioned prior in the call and for doubling down on Zach Wilson. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. They had a guy named Mike White who proved that he can move the ball, he can score, and they just had to double down on a bad decision. Couldn't admit a bad decision, and now they're suffering. They didn't even have to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing, now, Bob, let me, let me just jump in for a sec. Respectfully, the one thing that I think that you're missing, or at least not incorporating now, you might believe this, but... It's not just the quarterback stuff. It's the offensive line. It's the dearth of receivers. Like, there's a lot of things that Joe Douglas has missed on. So he's got to go. He's got to take, he's got to be accountable for this. And well, he's, not, he's not I going. Say, he's not going yet. He's not. Well, the, pro- the problem, and the problem is with the situation now is that Aaron Rodgers now is running the team. I've never heard of a quarterback have so much power and essentially running the team now mm. because Nate has to go. He's not going to go. Um, anybody that he wants to keep there is going to stay there. So they're going to stay in this with this stagnant brain trust as long as Rodgers is going to be there. So now you're beholden to a quarterback. So that's, to me, the ruination of, of this case. Yeah, and here's the problem, and thank you for the call, Bob. The problem is I trust Rodgers more than I do anybody else in the building. It's sad. It's frustrating in season right now, but the reality is you have one of the all-time great players who's got the right attitude to succeed in this town with that team. He's still here. He's going to be the quarterback next year. It's not the worst thing to run it back in total next year. Again, it it sucks because you feel like you've wasted a year of, of our fandom here yeah. with watching of this prime team. defense yeah, more specifically. Yeah, but still, the defense should be good next year. It's not like this defense is on its last leg. No, I don't mean that at all. Here. But no, I'm not implying that at all. But you only get so many chances mm-hmm. where the finances add up, and it's that perfect storm. And this is this is a year that's been wasted. They need to clean up a little bit on the offensive side. I don't know what Rodgers is going to allow and what he's not. I would imagine that Lazard is still going to be here. Maybe Cook they move on from. Obviously, yeah. You know, clean it up with the offensive line, but. I, the, the Jets' best chance for short-term success is to run it back. Andy, just keep Salah for now. Keep, th- there's no more excuses after next year, and I don't care how it happens. I don't care if it's one play in and Rodgers goes down. If it doesn't work next year, then everybody goes. Rodgers, Douglas, Salah, Hackett, all out. One felt swoop. Let's not mess around halfway going into next season. Double down. It failed this year. He got hurt. He'll be back. He'll be back healthy next year. Run it back. That, to me, is their best best option for next year. All right, a couple things here. Um, before you said that you trust Rodgers more than anybody else in the building. And, Sadly. And, and, and I don't disagree, but maybe we need to amend that trust. I mean, Lazard's shot. Cobb is done. Turner's horrendous. And Cook is shot. 
So as much as we trust and we say, it's easy to sit here and say, I trust Rodgers, but everything that he identified, he missed on, number one. Number two, I do agree that the best chance to win this elusive mm. Super Bowl that we're probably never going to win is to run it back with Rodgers next season and see what happens. But, and I'm, I want you to answer this, if the next month or so resembles the last couple of games, the Bills and the Dolphins, it's been ugly. Right. And you're not losing 10, 13, you're not losing 13, 7. Now you're getting destroyed. And it's becoming very, yeah, very but the game's embarrassing. the got out of control. It wouldn't have been like that had you had Rodgers. Anyway, but they ahead. are like that. Yeah. I hear you. Like, they wouldn't have got, but they are. Uh, and, I, you know, I just think, I guess what I'm saying is there's got to be a limit, uh, aesthetically, what you will tolerate. If the Jets aren't competitive, there's a third of the season left the rest of the way, and they probably won't be. You still bring back Salvo no matter what. No matter what. Okay, part of my issue is that I don't believe the owner is going to do anything different than double down, at least with Rodgers and with Nathaniel Hackett and probably Joe Douglas. So let's say they make Salah the scapegoat. Hackett's going to be the guy, dude. They're not bringing in somebody else. Like That's my issue. Yeah. And at this point, here's what I will say. I will give you two options as an organization. Option one, double down. Bring it all back once and for all. Let's see what everybody could do with hopefully a healthy Aaron Rodgers. Option two, all of them go. Douglas, Sala, Hackett, Rodgers, all of them. See you later. We're moving on, starting from scratch and bringing in people we trust to build this thing up the right way. And for me, it would be Jim Harbaugh, but whatever, that's another conversation. Those, to me, the only two options. Half-weighing it does not make any sense. Half-weighing it means you're looking at Hackett. Would you rather Hackett or Salah? I'd rather have Salah as the head coach, as much as I don't think he's a good head coach. Yeah, I mean, Salah does nothing for me. He does absolutely nothing for me. But what are you going to do with Hackett? Like, dude, if Rodgers is here, Hackett's not going anywhere. Yeah. So that either means as the head coach or the coordinator, and if he fires Salah, who's going to take over this job with the dynamics with Hackett, currently, like, yeah, maybe Frank Reich would. He just got whacked. I know, but but how is that setting you up moving forward? I think Frank Reich's a better coach than Robert Sala, despite what just happened in Carolina. He's an offensive guy. We've always been we're clamoring for an offensive mind. You know what the bottom line is? The Jets borrowed money from the wrong person. They borrowed money from the mafia, and now they're getting hit with points each week. What do you mean with Rogers? Bleep you, pay me. Yep, because now. If you borrow money from the wrong person, mm-hmm. they have all the juice. And Rodgers has all the juice. No, but we want to get rid of Hackett. Great, I'm retiring. All right, all the dead money on the cap. I mean, they the desperate move, and again, I don't want to be inauthentic. I, I was pumped when they got Rodgers, but if it didn't work, and thus far it has not, they have put themselves in a position based on their desperation where it's just, they're powerless, man. But that's why you got to double down. They went, this was not a one-year plan. It's a two-year mm. plan. One more year. That's it. Well, I mean, you sat what's here for 40 of them, so yeah, one I, more, I So what's another year at this point? Nothing. That's point? what with I'm Rogers. saying, I guess. It's not like we're asking. I mean, look, the Giants are in a worse spot with Daniel Jones for one more year. Would you rather have to go at it with Daniel Jones for one more year before you could get to who you think's the next guy or Aaron Rodgers? Well, but at least Jones is not connected to Dable and Shane and it the tentacles. No, it does, though. But what complicates the Jets situation is, think about this. We're talking about men in their current position that we don't value. I, again, no, I always have no disrespect, sincerely. We don't value Salah as a coach, and we don't value Hackett. But we have to keep them because of Rodgers. 
They don't, don't have do anything to. because of Daniel Jones. You, you don't. Well, they have to keep Daniel Jones because of the contract. I'm saying for one year. Like, okay, but, but it's same not, thing with Rodgers. Yeah, but it's it's different. It's not quite the same. Jones is you also don't have 25. To. You could blow it all up. Oh, so you'd rather be in the Giants situation? Have to have Daniel Jones forced down your throat? Would one I more rather year? be in the Giants? You know, that's. Let, can I sit on that before yeah. I actually answer that? Yeah. Would I rather no, be? We got I, all, all week to get to it. As a matter of fact, would I rather be in the Giants situation? Right? That's a good. I'm just for that. next year. Qu- I got you. I'm and writing that, the, that down. The difference is we trust Shane and Dable more than we do Douglas and. So- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. But that's going to change if they don't have a good year next year. BT and Sal on the fan. Your official station to talk Jets. The fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Well, Nas, Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. BT, I have something for you here. I know we got, we wanted to talk about the Giants you know, situation versus the Jets situation. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking of something yesterday. I was watching the games around the league. And I just saw this tweet from about C.J. Stroud. He is the first rookie in the NFL, uh, or in NFL history, I should say, with 300-plus passing yards in four consecutive games. And a thought that I had yesterday watching Stroud, because D'Amico Ryans is the head coach, who's done a great job with the Texans, right, even though they lost yesterday mm-hmm. to the Jaguars. D'Amico that was Ryans, a good game. Demico, yeah, very probably good game. the best game at 1 o'clock. All the other games were, were dreck. I was watching the Falcons barely beat the Aints, watching the Giants and, and Patriots, of course. Not very good games at 1 o'clock yesterday, but the Texans-Jaguars is one of the uh, good ones. So anyway, D'Amico Ryans is, of course, a defensive head coach. Yep. So I'm thinking to myself, well, how come the Texans can have a defensive head coach and a rookie quarterback have so much success right out of the gate? And we knocked the Jets for not having the right system 
in place. Is it Ryan's? Is it the quarterback? Is it the offensive coordinator? I was just reading up the offensive coordinator. You have any idea who it is? Because I did not. I don't. Bobby Slowick. You have any idea? No, I don't know is? who that is. Me neither. And so I just read it up literally just now. Bobby Slowick joined the Houston Texans as team's offensive coordinator in 2023 after spending six seasons with, you want to take a guess which team? Not the Niners. Yeah. Uh, the Niners. The 49ers. Niners. So, anyway. What was they, his role there? Like passing game coordinator uh, or something like that? Most, say? most recently serving as the offensive passing game coordinator. There you go. So, this guy, Bobby Slowick, whoever the hell that is, <laughs> spent six seasons under Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers, who, or whatever, he was there for six years. Uh, I forget how long Shanahan's been there exactly. Probably Just about, about that. close. Yeah. Learning... Under one of the best. Now, I know Sala was also from that. LaFleur as well. His best buddy was from that. But still feels like, I don't know, like Slowick did more than LaFleur. Do we know when LaFleur took over his first year as offensive coordinator? But I don't know how much experience he had. But anyway, the Texans are having this success with a first-time offensive coordinator coming from the 49ers Mm -hmm. with a rookie quarterback. Mm -hmm. The Jets had that opportunity in the same exact structure. Stroud wasn't the first guy taken. Yeah. They had a defensive coordinator. Coaches coming over from the 49ers staff. LaFleur coming with them. And yet, it was a total disaster. So, I guess my question is, how much of it is really on the head coach versus how much of it is on the coordinator slash quarterback? Well, I think it's an organizational thing. I think there's a lot of the different... The Texans? No, I'm saying from a Jets perspective, right. like, there's... There's several different checkpoints. There's the drafting of players. There's the development of players. There's the allotment of money. Um, you know, how you attack free agency. There's so many different aspects here. I, I just, you know, I don't I don't really know that I have an answer, except that I just look at Robert Sala and I don't really believe in him. I, I don't know how else to verbalize it. I, I know that that's very blunt and raw, but it's not year one, it's year three. And by the way, this is now the second straight year the Jets have collapsed. Right. Second straight year that they've collapsed. Yeah, I mean, but but you knew, well, I shouldn't say you knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. It was so predictable with the Jets. Yeah, but- Just it's not it's not even them. It's because of Rodgers going down. If Rodgers were there, everything changes. But there is a bigger issue, which is why I brought up the the Texan stuff because it's about the structure of the organization that has failed this team. That's why this year was supposed to be different, that they finally brought in a quarterback who you can trust to maybe lay the groundwork of having a solid foundation to build moving forward, to groom a young quarterback moving forward mm-hmm. and have some success. Like that. You wouldn't trade spots with the Texans right now? Almost anything. No, no, I, I, I totally yeah. would. Here's the other thing, too. I, I know that he's a defensive guy. Does D'Amico Ryans ever talk to his quarterback during a game? I would I'm imagine sure that he does, does yeah, at some point. No, he's he's a better head coach. I mean, the results are, are there, and, you know, he's engaged like I thought, like, Salvo was. Right. But he's just more effective. He's with a rookie. Uh, I'm just trying to look up LaFleur real quick before we get back to the calls. He was the passing game coordinator for the Niners from 2019-2020 mm-hmm. before taking over. He was there uh, as the passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach. For the years prior. So a very similar... Yeah, no, that's an interesting um, uncovering right there and, and parallel. Uh, and or attempted one, parallels. Yeah, exact one, opposite. One's <laughs> a complete disaster. Yeah. Maybe it just says a lot about then the quarterback. Josh is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Josh? Hey, BT and Sal. Uh, I, I totally hear what you're saying about Stroud and the Texans. Uh, it definitely makes sense to me. Um, the, the main thing with that is, you know, you have Tunsil, who is a... Mm. Bere- 
perennial left tackle. He's, he's elite. The Jets do not have that. And listen, I called in the past two weeks calling for the firing of Sala and formally put Joe Douglas on the hot seat. Um, it seems that, you know, the firing of Sala is not going to happen. Joe is not getting the axe either. So instead, I'm kind of trying to put myself into Douglas' shoes and figure out what I would honestly do in his position right now. Okay. Um, it's important instead of complaining and calling for the people's jobs to brainstorm and think about, you know, what we actually can do as a team. We have three cornerbacks that grade out in the top 20 in the NFL. We have great linebackers and an awesome defensive line. You don't need two cornerbacks that are top 10 in the NFL. We beat the Eagles, who are arguably arguably the best uh, duo of wide receivers without Sauce and DJ Reed. So why don't we just – I know that this is not going to be what, you know, all fans want to hear. Why don't we explore trading Sauce Gardner for a similar package to what the Jaguars got for Ramsey back in 2019, where they got two first-rounders and a fourth-rounder. It's clear as day that uh, this is an offensive league, and the Jets are an uh, embarrassment on that side of the ball. And the teams that are winning in the NFL, they dominate on the offensive line. And I think that you have a couple of tackles this year in the draft uh, with Alt, Bashanu, and Latham that can come and be a plug-and-play guy similar to, you know, Tunsil and bring ABT back to the interior of the line. And I think that your, your position much better than going and trying to get a wide receiver in the first round with the wide receivers being available this offseason, Pittman, T. Higgins, Mike Evans, Ridley. Yeah. You know, you can also go and target Devontae Adams in a trade. I think that we need to potentially explore moving on from Sauce as much as it might suck. He's going to be two years through his yeah, deal. He can get a cheaper option. And thank you for the call, Josh. I don't disagree, BT, with the – Premise of the mm, idea? Yeah, it's actually a really well thought out right. call, but smart. Um, yeah, it is smart. He dotted a lot of eyes there, but no, I I can't entertain that yet. What I, I will say, can't. forget about trading sauce for a second. What I will say is, it is more important that Joe Douglas and the Jets address the offensive line than it is to go out and get Devonte Adams. And I mm-hmm. feel like they get caught up in this. Mm-hmm. And I know the connection with Rodgers, and I know they could use another receiver. That's not the problem. No, it's... You, it's inside. It's mm-hmm. the foundation. It's you, you build a team inside out. They have Garrett Wilson who could do enough, and you could find a secondary receiver now. They haven't, but you could find a secondary receiver or third receiver to, to be productive. you got to build... Everything offensively will come off of the offensive line, specifically running the football, which they can't do. Mm-hmm. They, they don't. I Speaking of not running the football, I saw a stat this morning with Brees Hall pertaining to him. What was it? Since Tucker went out, Brees Hall is averaging literally 0.0 yards, um, 0.0 yards before contact, which is the worst in the NFL, which means he gets the ball, and before he can make an inch of progress, he's touched. Yeah, they don't run the football. But think about that stat. They, right. He's been fine on explosive plays, catching it out of the backfield. He has not been running the football. They can't run it. And Salva finally called that a player. Did you see what Salva said at the, at the presser on Friday about Brees? He said he's got to learn. Oh, yeah, the dirty yards. To the, get the yeah. dirty yards. Now he's right. I, I'm with Coach on that. But, yeah, at least, yeah, I mean, Salva doesn't criticize anybody. I, I kind of, I need. I think I needed to hear that. Like, okay. Maybe he feels like the end is coming for him. <sighs> is he going to go out blazing? I mean, dude, bottom line, they have to. For everybody's going to get caught up in Devontae Adams and chasing him. Bottom line is they need to build build better 
inside. They need the offensive line. However that gets done, I don't think though trading Sauce would be the answer to that. And Not I still, with three years to go on his contract no, I, with the ability for that fifth year. Also, no way. Also, the minimization of defense or minimizing of the impact of defense. I still believe a great defense will separate you from all these offensive teams. Now, you need to have some semblance yeah. of an offense. An it can't average be, offense. Yeah, it can't be top five defense and bottom two offense. Yeah, no, I agree with like, that. you got to be somewhere in between, mm-hmm. and, and they're just not. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 